Hello, I'm Sinead. And I'm Brian. Each week we introduce each other to a film that we love. If the other's not equally enamoured, it could mean the end of our 22-year relationship. Warning, there will be spoilers, swearing and undoubtedly arguments. This is Reasons to Dump You. We're back. We're back? We are back. I'm back. It's only episode two of season three. I feel like I've, I'm in some sort of time travel film where I'm like, am, am I back? Am I back? Wow. Do you know I like mean? it. Back from the future or the past. Ah, I like yeah, it, yeah, Sinead. Yeah. Wasn't that great if I've got to actually explain what I meant? Okay. But you know what I mean? But again, I like that because it's got a slight Elizabeth Shoe reference. That's the thing you missed from last time. You went, oh, do you want a Back to the Future link? Oh, And God. neither of us went, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Shoe. <laughs> Good point. Wow. Oh. There you go. Well, technically, that's a Back to the Future 2 slash 3 reference. And I True. was thinking of the first film. Nice. Claudia Wells. Like it. Like it. Queen Claudia. So, Sinead. Yes, Brian. This week is my week. Adorable. I know. And I thought, after last time and, and you know, last season and some of the stuff I came up with, I'd start this one a bit highbrow. Oh, God. I know. A bit posh. Oh. So, I'm going a bit highbrow and I'm going a bit recent. That's unusual for you. I know, I know. So this Should, is. I'm, 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 I'm nervous. I'm actually starting to sweat now. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Okay. You are going to love this film. Well, I mean, don't tell me what I will and won't like. <laughs> okay. So 2022, Brian. I've got my own mind. Let me start with the clues. Please do. Okay. Made in 2016, this animated film. Cost nineteen million dollars, but went on to gross a hundred and forty million dollars at the box office worldwide. Wow! Was it a Pixar? That's not part of the clue. <laughs> what, are we doing questions the other way around now? <laughs> Next clue. Next clue. Its all-star cast include Selma Hayek, Kristen Wiig, Jonah Hill, Michael Cera, Ed Norton, and Iris Apatow amongst many others. I genuinely... Why am I going to like this? I have no idea what it is. Baby, you don't need to look so angry. This is the point of the clues. Like, you're like, I don't know what it is. I don't (laughs) want to watch it. Go away. (laughs) Clue three. Clue three. This was the first animated film to be co-written by its star, Seth Rogen. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is this something like Sausage Party? Yes, oh it is. God. We are watching Sausage Party. I like I said, I had to bring my my brain to the table. You don't know what this is. You've I, not I've seen, never seen this. it. I've never seen it. But it's called Sausage Party, and there's a picture of a big sausage <laughs> on the it's poster. Just brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> big sausage on a poster. Oh my god! This is. Do you know what? This is this is good. I'm open minded. Good. I'm. Is it is it funny? Am I going to find this funny? Well, I don't know, but I think you will. <laughs> okay. This is going to be great fun. As I said, I was sick of all the rubbish before. I thought we'd go highbrow. I'm a pescatarian. So? Am I still allowed to watch this Oh, you're going to love it if you're (laughs) pescatarian. It's got a whole pescatarian song and dance sequence in it. There's songs in it. Baby, watch the thing. I'm I'm on I just realised I called you baby. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm not even going to edit it out. That's how brave I am. I'm not even editing that out. It's staying, man. Baby. I've just used man and baby. I mean, like, what is wrong with me? I know. Say it again and you'll be in trouble. Sorry. 
Let's go watch Sausage Party. Let's do it. We will see you very shortly. Cocktail or jumbo? (laughs) Dirty girl. (laughs) Cumberland. Let's go. What in the name of everything that is sane was that? I know. 90 minutes of... No, it's like two hours, dude. Indescribable weirdness. Yep. I don't think I've seen a weirder film. I know, right? Well, not lately anyway. I know. It's, it's insane. <laughs> I'm thinking Howard the Duck, pretty weird. This was bizarre. I'm, I'm intrigued to see how you're going, going to explain why you... Uh, why I picked it? Yes. Oh, I'll, I'll get to that. <laughs> don't you worry. First of all, though, you know, there are rules. There's a format. Let's follow them. Let me give you... You know I love the rules, Brian. What do they do? They control the fun. Thank you, Monica Geller. Continue. Um, first, I'm going to give you the synopsis. Now, this one I got straight from Google. So I think it's probably one of those ones that somebody typed in IMDb themselves. Oh, yeah. But that, that can actually, be good. hunting around, mm. this is probably the best one I've got. Because most people are kind of on the same page as I believe we probably are. We're like, what? <laughs> the what? Who? Kind of hard to describe. Yeah. So, this one from Google, synopsis of Sausage Party. Life is good for all the food items that occupy the shelves at the local supermarket. Frank the Sausage, Brenda the Hot Dog Bun, Teresa Taco and Sammy Bagel Jr. can't wait to go home with a happy customer. Soon their world comes crashing down as poor Frank learns the horrifying truth that he will eventually become a meal. After warning his pals about their similar fate, the panicked perishables devise a plan to escape from their human enemies. Yeah, I mean, that sums up the madness that I've just uh, witnessed. I know, right? It felt a little bit like this could have been a Family Guy episode yeah. that exploded onto the big screen. Yeah, I, I think that's unfair to Family Guy because honestly, this isn't as intelligent. <laughs> well, this is... Well, we're going to get on to that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I agree with you. I think I would rather watch Family Guy. Yeah, <laughs> not so gonna, would I. I'm not going to lie. I'd rather... Um, but this film was trying to say something, weirdly. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think it was. So let me run through why I picked it or the reasons that I think this is something worth talking about. I wouldn't say I love this film. Okay. But it's something worth talking about. So let me go through those. I think you should because we'll we're teetering on the brink here. Okay. <laughs> So, first of all, what I really like about this film is it proves that animation can be for adults too. Now, for me, mm. it doesn't have to be bordering on perverse nonsense. <laughs> bordering on? Well... Bordering on? Yeah, but you have to remind Did yourself. Did you not see the whole NC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to remind yourself, it's a cartoon and technically nothing's happening. Oh, dear Lord. And Everything like, was happening. Well, My a hot, eyes! A hot dog in a bun. It's not that big a deal. I've never eaten one of those again. No, I know, right? Or a bagel for that matter. Dirty boy. Um, First of all, I'm sorry. And also, not first of all, and also I love the fact of a type of story where an inanimate object has a life. Agreed. Now, I could have picked Toy Story, but how cliche. (laughs) I mean, you know, who wants something that actually has a story, is heartfelt, beautifully told when you can have this exactly but no the the animation's phenomenal the idea is great i think unfortunately they got swept up in the sexual part which is probably to try and help sell it 
But I actually think it would have been a better film without the sex references continually. Continually. I agree with you, because that's what I kind of thought. I thought, actually, if you just tone down everyone being as horny as hell yeah. and all the sexual innuendo and the constant kind of, like, you know, innuendo... I actually think it would have been yeah. a stronger film. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think it would have but been a much is very, better film. You know, that, that, this is that very kind of Seth Rogen, American sex, gross-out humour, isn't it? That's yeah. where we are with this yeah. film. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... it's oh, wow, I'm not explaining myself very well. It's testing boundaries as well. Mm. This film tests us boundaries. For me, just because you insult everyone mm. or make fun of everyone doesn't mean it's cool. Okay, that's one of the things I wanted to ask you about. So yeah. all the foodstuffs yeah. are very stereo- stereotyped yeah. into where they're from. Yeah, or... whether they be Arabic, Jewish, uh, Indian, yeah. um, Mexican, Irish. Irish, yeah, whatever it is, every stereotype, yeah. every insult, they can get away with, they do. I know, and I'm kind of like, we, yeah, I get it, you're doing it to everyone, and yeah, yeah. I, I get, but at the same time... They even do it to Americans. I mean, Americans... Oh, yeah, everybody, the whole... I think... The whole the, aisle. The cleverest thing about this film is it's two reflect... Well, it's two commentaries, really. It's trying to say, in my head, two things. One, the American dream isn't all it's played up to be. Mm-hmm. Like get over yourself. There's this dream situation that you know where they wake up in the morning, they do the song. I love the opening song. It's like oh la, la. Uh, yeah, the great beyond. So yeah. they 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 wake up and they're all singing about the gods and they're gonna reach the great beyond, which is basically yeah. being bought and taken yeah. out of the supermarket yeah. to fulfil yeah. their destiny. You know, and it's Fourth of July Day where yeah. it's the big day or Red, White, and Blue Day as they call it. Mm. Um, and I think it's a real commentary on American society, you know, the fact that everybody's living there, but they're all bickering, nobody mm. really gets on when they should, and you've got the douche, I mean, that thing, oof, I didn't understand why. The 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 most disturbing character in yeah. an animated film I've ever seen. Yeah. When he is, is damaged and thrown into the trash, yeah. which I might add, at the beginning of this film, they're all yeah. singing about going to the great beyond and, you know, being, being bought... Yeah. And I was thinking, what about the perishables? Because not everything lasts, because yeah. we were with the sausages and the buns. We were. And I was thinking, well, if they don't get bought, they've got a shelf life. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking, what happened? What happens to them? What happened? And exactly. then and then I found out. That's what they don't know. Shop assistant comes along, yeah, throws, throws them in the trash. So I knew where we were straight away, disturbed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, douche goes and gets um, broken, so he gets thrown away, yeah. and he's leaking. Yeah. So he sees Juicimus Maximus. He does. Which I thought was quite... See, some of the little puns I, I quite yeah, enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. And he he sucks the life out of... This was the first point in the film where I just went, what the hell is happening here? Yep. In order to rebuild himself, he sucks all the juice that's leaking out of Juicimus Maximus. Yeah, he basically to tries to become himself. a god. Oh, my God. Himself. He tries to take the power of God. I think it's a genius. And the, the fact of the type of character he was, I don't believe is any kind of mistake. Mm. This pumped up mm-hmm. kind of American jock of yeah. like, yeah, you ruined it for me. Yeah, I yeah. want retribution. Yeah, I'm a God. You know, I'm pumped, man. And he's actually doing everything bad on the way to trying to get retribution for something bad that happened to him. Yeah. I mean, I thought I, 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 I love, I love the intelligence you'll bring to the table with this. Oh, I know, Tell me I more. know, I know. I'm probably shocking the filmmakers right now. Seth will probably be on the phone <laughs> later, going like, "Dude, he'll be like, you got genius. it, you understood what we were doing, man." I know, I know. Anyway, I was, I was upset by that scene. Yeah, yeah, I understand. It only that. got worse from there. <laughs> oh, much worse, especially with the shop assistant. And I'm not going to add the spoiler. Um, 
And then also a comment on religion. Yes. Massive definitely. comment on religion. And, you know, the fact that ultimately the non-perishables invented this story to try and create harmony so people wouldn't feel like they're going away to nothing, they're just going to die. Exactly. But actually that's what's caused division, yeah. is that story. It, it's really clever. But that's what confuses me about this film. That's actually really clever. Yeah. And, and the idea of what they're doing, and like you say, the messages of kind of acceptance yeah, yeah. and, uh, you know, living together side by side and the fact that everyone, you know, has been sold this idea of, of the gods and the great beyond to kind of keep them going and keep them in line and yeah. keep them happy. Yeah. Very clever. Yeah. But then you just had all this excess of gross out comedy. Oh, yeah. And it was just... I, my brain was confused. But maybe that is a reflection of what religion does. You know, because even at the point... It makes us all horny, baby. Well, no, but... <laughs> yeah, baby. No, but even the point where, you know, she was talking to Teresa Taco, and basically Teresa Taco was Brenda obviously... Bunn. Yeah, obviously Teresa Taco is a lesbian. Obviously, yeah. I mean, I mean, why wouldn't she be? <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, she's sort of basically saying, oh, if I could, if it was a more liberal world, yeah, I would, but I'd... I can't, so there. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, maybe all of this kind of sexual stuff is all brought about by the repression mm. of them and where they are. Oh, my right? God, I can't believe... I mean, we're talking about... I know, right? We're food. doing <laughs> We're talking chat. about animated food <laughs> and repression. But this is one of the points that I thought this is why this film is worth watching. And then the final thing is I adore when you have these adventure scenes yeah. You know, where like someone's like, ah, and it's like, what's going on in their head? And then you see the reality of it, where they're just plodding along holding a sausage. Oh, yeah, yeah. So and you, you see it as they see it, and then you see actually what's yeah, happening. Yeah, as the humans see it. And the bit at the beginning where there's like that war scene almost, where they fall out of the trolley. I think when I was doing my research, it seemed to say that that was um, basically Saving Private Ryan. Probably, I think, yeah. or one, or maybe it, that wasn't the exact film, but one of those films anyway. But like when the... Bag of chips got exploded under the wheel. All the bits of crisp were going through everyone like they were getting machine gunned down. There was like dust everywhere from the flour. Um, the banana's face fell off. I that mean, was horrific. That was horrendous. The banana's peel just dropped and he was just like left skinless. And then there's the peanut butter with his wife jelly like and she he's rubbing dead. his face and it's all her jam she was, was going oh, he was like i'll fix you and the jam's everywhere yeah the oreo lost his back yeah and he just picked it up and walked off <laughs> and into it was the just dust all cream. it was like oh my god that that i enjoyed yeah i did enjoy that that i thought that was very well done so those were the bits that i really liked. i know another bit that you liked yeah because it's a, what you've just described basically in terms of you know what they see and the reality it was when so basically um Barry the sausage yeah. is is bought and and taken out, and mm. then he has to make his way back to the supermarket. Yeah. But he's about to be cooked by this stoner guy. Yeah. And we see his reality, oh, Barry yeah, the yeah, sausage's yeah. reality of being basically taken to be boiled alive. And it's like, no, <laughs> and there's steam coming off the pan. And then we see the actual reality of just this stoner guy very slowly kind of like... Yeah, really fat yeah, attractive heading guy. heading into the kitchen just holding a sausage and you had a little giggle and I thought this, I this is this is what like Brian likes about this film and as much as I dislike myself for it I did have a laugh at the um Irish potato yeah no I heard that so <laughs> it was more to do with the fact he's like oh I've been washed by the hands of the mate or goddess or something and then the yeah. next thing she just starts stripping his skin, skin off and he's, what the fucking hell are you doing your whore he was singing Danny Boy before that as <laughs> oh, I recall <laughs> 
<laughs> I thought, well, yeah, stereotypes galore in this film. I did quite like the fact. Yeah. Um, and also, that woman doesn't know how to cook potatoes. She, no. She peeled him. She didn't chop him. She, he was a big potato. She just threw him yeah, straight in the and pan. And he still had all his eyes in him. Yeah, that was the other thing. Yeah. Him out. I um I enjoyed the fact that the potato had multiple eyes. Yeah. Um, and I like the fact that when the two little carrots started to roll away, even though they were making a run for it, yeah. run for it, they were just rolling away. And she eats them and the guy, the sausage is screaming, she's eating children. <laughs> yeah, not the kids. <laughs> yeah, she's eating the kids. Did you notice, so this is the lady that buys Barry and all his uh, food friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, When she pulled up outside her house, did the house look familiar to you in any I way? I didn't pay attention, to be honest. Okay, well, if you go back and pause that, yeah. that is a replica of the Brady Bunch house. Oh, okay, that's, that's cool. That's why I was like, oh, that's I kind of made a little like noise and, and you looked across and then looked back again. Yeah, because the fat stoner guy, when he drives his car off, yeah. he's got a Dixar. Um, oh, I saw that, a Dixar sticker, sticker on the bumper. bumper. sticker, yeah, yeah. I've got another little fact about his car later on in Nice, I look forward to that. I look alert. forward to that. But, um, yeah, I thought the way they set it all up, and like with Honey Mustard coming back, being returned. Yes. Genius. And the way he lets go to sacrifice himself because he can't go back and he wants to die. Um, And things like that were amazing. But I thought that the sexual element was pretty much reflective of, I think, America as a whole. Like, my God, why are the Americans so obsessed? And I'm not even going to say the word, but with the C word. Oh, C-U-N-T. Yeah. Why yeah. are they so obsessed with it? Like, oh, if we say that, this is genius. I think I think a lot of people are obsessed with that word because yeah. it's like the worst swear word. I know, but it's not... I don't know. There's something about it. It's just like... There's a reason. It's just the least intelligent, stupid word. You're, you're I swear a like a trooper. But you know when someone... They just throw it in because they know that it's going to cause a reaction. Yeah, I think oh, well, so. so. And it's just like, oh, do you know what? Don't. Just uh, don't do it. I think um, you're right. I think it is a bit of a um a shock tactic, isn't it? Yeah. When you when you go when you go from your F words to your C word, it's Yeah, I mean that's that's when you've breached a line. <laughs> that's when you basically. you've crossed over. That is when you have crossed a line, my friends. But um yeah. So Sinead, the only other thing I really wanted to point out that's a big thing for me was the liquor aisle. Oh, my God, that is where it's at. I know, right? And I thought it was hilarious because it reminded me of what I think you refer to as the bottom of town or is it the top of town in Swindon? <laughs> oh, we don't need to. you you getting Larry in. Well, you? I'm just thinking of that area that has your own Neils et al. Oh, that, that area, right? Yeah. I would refer to that as the bottom of town. Yeah, that's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. Mm. Very much reminded me of that, that kind of Magaluf <laughs> feel, you know, but without the weather. That sort of thing. I just thought that was hilarious. It was, yeah, it was kind of like, um, yeah, a town street at night that would be full of bars, people yeah. falling over themselves, everyone trying to hook up, lads. of There was like um, beer cans all sort of like in a huddle. Yeah, like they were down Ibiza. Yeah, I liked I liked the, um, yeah, I liked I thought, the, the booze aisle. I did. And I thought it was funny that that was the first place that Frank wanted to go. Like he was like, oh well, I think we need to go through. Well, well, he was looking for um, fire starter, wasn't he? No, yeah, fire water. Fire water. Fire starter. Yeah, uh, prodigy. (laughs) Prodigy son. He was like, oh, we need to go to Ligrail. She was like, you don't seem very confident. Yeah, very confident. (laughs) Oh, there. But I just thought that'd be a typical bloke, you know. Even though we're on this big (laughs) expedition, 
There's a pub over there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So maybe we should go buy that. <laughs> we don't know what Just we're going to find. Genius. But I enjoyed the non-perishables. Mr. Grits, Twink and, and Firewater. Can I just say, though, isn't it disturbing that one of America's best loves, treats for children, the mm, Twinkie, the Twinkie, is in the non-perishable. <laughs> but that's kind of like known, isn't it? Oh, yeah. That Twinkies, you can just leave them on the side and they will still yeah. <laughs> be good in. I remember the first time I went to America, I had to have them and I tried them and they taste all right. But then you look at the packaging and it's like... <gasps> There is nothing real in this. <laughs> this is just There is nothing real. What does it taste like? Sponge and cream? Sponge and cream. But like really sweet. Hmm. If you had, if McDonald's did an eclair, <laughs> I think that would be roughly where it would be. Um, obviously, McDonald's would have organic milk from British farmers. But if this was that version. No, it just I just remember it. I remember it being one of those things. I had to try that and the three musketeers because of you. Know, oh, I've never had that. What was that? A biscuit bar? No, it's a What's chocolate bar. Oh, okay. It's basically sort of fruity, nutty, boosty, weirdy thing. Mm. It's, it's perfectly pleasant. I didn't understand the big deal. But, you know, there you go. But, yes, I love the fact he had to go past the booze aisle on yeah. the way and love the fact that a Twinkie, which is a foodstuff, and grits, which are also a foodstuff but never had, yeah, I know. Um, were in the non-perishable aisle. <laughs> And then Frank, our hero sausage, yeah. goes off beyond the. Is it beyond the freezer section? He goes oh, yeah, to find the, the truth to the dark aisle because he, when he tries to um, enlighten the rest of the foodstuffs, the yeah, rest yeah. of the supermarket, um, as to what's really happening and the fact that the gods are actually just yeah. eating everything and you know evil, nobody wants to believe it, of and, they, and they all bite back. So he has to then go and find the truth. Yeah. And I, I, I loved that when he finally eventually got there. He was basically in the, the cooking section, going <laughs> yeah, past yeah, all yeah. the knives and all the utensils up to this massive cookbook where all, there were all these horrific pictures of food being eaten by amazing. horrible humans. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I know another character that you particularly liked. Go on. I quite like too. Who? Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Oh my god. If you watch this film for no other reason, watch it for meatloaf. I would do anything for love sung by a meatloaf. <laughs> Absolute fucking genius. And he's on a little motorbike and he comes bursting oh, out yeah. of flames. <laughs> genius. Absolute genius. Love those bits. But that's the point. It had all these really clever moments, really adult moments, but they were always interspersed. With, with like, the knob gag. Yeah, and that in itself is fine. But, I mean, they just went mental. I mean, at the end... The food orgy. Let's just pause on that for a minute. Well, I mean, if the douche physically inserting itself into oh the member God. of staff isn't enough... And and manoeuvring him round the shop. By pulling on his nutsack. Genie Mac. I know. that. I mean, if that's not enough, then you get a full-on... I mean, just... Orgy, a yeah. food orgy. Yeah. Everyone's humping everyone. I really hope there's a parent out there that has thought, oh, that'll be a bit of fun. He's got <laughs> Slap it. Slap that on. Put that on the telly. And some poor, like, 12-year-old has had to sit there twitching while the parents are too nervous to shut it off. And I don't know. I just, I think it would have probably been killed way before that. But that was... Imagine if my mum saw this film. I think it would be beyond your mum's brain. I don't mean that... <laughs> 
I mean, that came out rude. You better, you better uh, backtrack and explain that a bit Your mum only accepts things into her head that are positive. <laughs> and I don't... Th- I think this, she would just switch off and look at WhatsApp or play on... What, what is it? Wordle. Blockdoku or Sodoku or whatever it is. Yeah. She, she would just ignore it. Because, I mean, it's... It's Listen, hard for me to absorb. I still can't believe some of the disgusting acts I saw in that thing. I remember when Mr. Hankey made an appearance yes, on South Park. She didn't like that. She's still talking about that now. The most disgusting thing. She can't believe it made it onto television. Television, Mr. Hankey, the Christmas poo. Do you find that funny? Do you find yeah, that is funny? Is that funny to you? Is that the sort of oh, thing yeah, you laugh at? It actually is, is it? kind of funny, Mum. But... Yeah. The kid's holding it in his hand. Yeah, she's still not got on over Mr. Hankey, so imagine if she saw that. Well, maybe I'll get her a copy on DVD. <laughs> yeah, Christmas. happy Christmas, yeah. Ma. There you go. Enjoy. <laughs> but yeah, so there you go. Um, I think it's a good time now to have a little little breakaroo and get some facts on this bad boy because, uh, you know, I don't want to go too far down the pervy world. So why don't we take a quick five minutes to have... Nerd Alert! Is this my time to shine? Polish my badge. Thank you very much, Brian. So I've got some choice facts for you here about Sausage Party from 2016. The license plate on the stoner guy's car is A113, and that number appears in many Disney Pixar films, such as Toy Story, Cars, One Wally. The number is actually the animation room at the California Institute of Arts, A1-13. Director Greg Tiernan also directed the British classic Thomas and Friends. Quite a different vibe. Taglines for the film include Always use condiments, She's got buns, son, and Not your usual kids movie. This film was R-rated in America, but received a more relaxed rating in Sweden, which meant seven-year-olds accompanied by an adult could go and watch the film. Sausage Party is also full of film references, We get nods to The Wizard of Oz, West Side Story, In the Heat of the Night and Taxi Driver. Composer Alan Menken made more family-friendly fare with Sesame Street, Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin. And finally, Amazon has just commissioned a Sausage Parties series called Sausage Party Foodtopia. Details to be confirmed. Wow. Sorry. What age could you go and see this film in? Where was it? So in Sweden, Sweden, this received a rating, which meant that seven-year-olds accompanied with an adult could go in and watch this movie. Brilliant. I would also like to point out yeah. that this movie got rated 12 in France. Wow. And it got a 15 rating in the UK. Okay. I mean, 15 seems reasonable. 12 for the French. <laughs> Very liberal. Well, they are more liberal than us. They <laughs> their are. food's probably doing that yeah. in their, in their uh, kitchen's... And let's, and let's be honest, the Swedish are just like, just too beautiful to bother with the cinema probably anyway. <laughs> yeah, they've got better things yeah. to do. They don't even want to go and watch films there. Yeah, they just want <laughs> to brush their life. long blonde hair <laughs> and enjoy life. Um, okay, cool. They were cool facts. I like that. Um, and I do remember quite a lot of the nods to a lot of films. I thought they were really... Yeah, so things like that were really great. Yeah. And, and some of the little... Um, yeah, film moments I particularly enjoyed. Yeah, I did as well. And... I, by the way, sorry, just to jump in, Barry. So Barry was the... The little sausage. Yeah, the little sausage. Yeah. Um, I liked Barry. Well, I liked Barry a lot. But Barry was a bit of a sociopath, wasn't but he? Barry's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> I mean, Barry... When he had the <laughs> severed head of a human, he's like, oh, oh, moving its lips, going, I thought I was cool, I'm not so cool, or whatever it was. Yeah. He was like, shut up. I, I was know. Like, 
Oh my God, he's got PTSD. I, I saw a different side to Barry. I thought he's yeah. been through so much. This is what this is what it's done to him. Yeah. Yeah. So the guy that was going to cook him ends up getting beheaded in an elaborate accident. Yeah. Um, and Barry chooses to bring his head yes. to the supermarket yeah. and proceed to, to puppeteer it. I know. And mock him for his... I know. I found that very odd. Yeah. I, I mean, I liked Barry, but yeah. Perhaps needs a little bit of counselling. Yeah. And then he decided to basically commit assault on everybody else by loading cocktail sticks with basically angel dust. <laughs> no, but what was angel. it? It was bath salts. Yeah, they kept calling it bath salts. Yeah, so so when they got injected with the bath salts, they all tripped out and could actually, yeah, and they could see, actually the see the fact that the food was chatting to them. them. But I mean, I'm glad we can't see that. I would never eat anything. Oh, Brian, are we going to... Oh, no. I mean, what, what the hell do I eat? An aeritarian. I think that could be it. I think we could be not eating anything from now on. Well, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I love horseradish, by the way, just generally. But hmm. did you see the horseradish? Um, they were riding it. It was horses. Jars of oh, horseradish. Oh, I didn't notice that. And they were riding See, there was quite a lot going on to there kind was. of take it all in. was there quite was. difficult. Yeah. You know me. I love my horseradish on my roast yeah. dinner. But the one spot that was way too far... Wait, oh, sorry, and there was a bit about Barry I'll come back to, but one bit that was way too far, mm. way too far, the condom. <gasps> so when Barry's trying to get back to the supermarket, he's on the street. Before the condom, what yep. does he see, Brian? Because this really made me feel quite sick. <laughs> he, spots, he sees a poo. He spots what he thinks is a fellow a sausage. sausage up the road, and he's like, oh, and he runs over, and I just was like, and were those oh, things no. that turned around and went, yeah, was that bits of sweet corn in his poo, do you oh, think? I, I don't know. Oh. So he gets closer, he realises it's poo, there's lumps of something. Yeah, going, I oh. thought they were just um, germs, I think, but now yeah. maybe they were sweet corn. But anyway, yeah. In a dog, like, though. I don't know. I mean, it was dog faeces. Don't, don't tell know. me it was human faeces. No idea. So after after he's seen poo... He sees a used condom. He sees a used condom that then... He's like, start, you don't want to know what they did. Starts and just, telling... Oh, God. It is so wrong. Really, really wrong. It is so wrong. And Barry also... I found this particular bit really wrong. Like, not even in a funny way wrong. When he finally hooked up with the bun, hot dog bun he hooked up with... Oh, yeah. Sally, I think her name was. Yeah, it was all a bit... Weird, because he was like, basically, I love the fact you're deformed. Well... The fact that your right-hand side of your face isn't even trying. Yeah, but there were... Yeah, there were moments of that throughout the film, weren't there? They were all a bit uncomfortable and weird, and I'm not quite sure... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I found the whole flatbread and and bagel thing... Oh, that was weird as well. Like, basically prejudice and and, and racist (laughs) and sexist and homophobic and you know all the isms yeah you can't i don't think hide behind being a little bit homophobic by just having things like oh i got so baked it was like fuck a guy baked yeah 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 there was a lot of this fuck a guy smart fuck a guy baked fuck a guy there was a lot of 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 weird yeah and it was like i don't even know if that's intelligent or if that's just like well I can hide behind it because I'm just I've got everybody in one hit yeah and I think this is what confuses me about this film because there's little moments that are really quite mm. clever mm. Yeah. and as you've as you've very intellectually explained you know it is addressing oh yeah religion and the American society dream and, and society yeah. and prejudices and yeah. everything and then along with that you just get yeah Knob jokes and yeah. sex jokes yeah. and uncomfortable gags, really. 
Yeah, I'd go with uncomfortable. That's a good word. Which just, yeah, made me feel a bit weird. But do you want me to give you... Go on. Pause for dramatic effect. Yeah. A Back to the Future connection. Oh, let's do it. This has become my mission in life. Come I'm on. still livid that I forgot the whole Elizabeth Chu thing in Karate Kid. I know, but, right? But, you know... We, we can't always be perfect people. Go for it. Right. So, so Bill Hader, who yeah. played Firewater Tequila and El Guaco, yeah. was also in a little film that was made to promote Nike Mag trainers, which are the trainers that Marty McFly wore in Back to the Future 2, the magnetic anti-gravity trainers. And it was a little segment that was made to promote the fact that 1,500 pairs of those shoes were going to be auctioned on eBay for the Michael J. Fox Foundation. And you can watch the little video online. And Bill Hader is basically working in like a footlocker type store. Okay. And he's showing these shoes for sale to Kevin Durant and Christopher Lloyd appears. I'm very impressed with that. Isn't it? And what a great connection. But usually when you have a connection that good and that well thought out, there's one really obvious one. (laughs) Well, no, because there isn't. Because if you look at kind of who made this film and who's in this film, they're all quite sort of newbies in the world of... Ed Norton. Okay, but how far? Ed Norton probably goes back to the 90s. Okay. Um, I see what you're saying. It's a very youthful crowd. It's quite a youthful crowd. So I needed... um, I was I was chuffed with myself for finding that Very connection. Good. And if you want to try and buy a pair of those uh, Nike trainers, yes, please. good luck to you because you're probably going to need about 60 grand. That's fine. No problem. I think back pocket. Let's have a look. <laughs> oh. oh, no, 48,500. All right, no worries. I'll no be worries. honest. If you've got six pounds in that back pocket, I'll be livid. Why? I need every penny I can get at the moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Aggressive, but I like it. Um, what's the end scene about? Why do we need the Stargate? Why do we need to reveal Seth Rogen and Ed Norton? Is that purely to kind of give them the final get-out clause? Is it just to try and get people to watch it? Is it so you can say starring Ed Norton and Seth Rogen? I'm not sure. So I thought this film could have ended at the food orgy and... Was that too far, though, to end? Did they think they'd get completely unrated in America if... Well, what did they that what did that end little bit? So the end little bit is literally the the food um, get told that actually they're not even real, that they're what's called a cartoon, yeah. and and these people, Seth Rogen and Ed Norton, have you know yeah. created them and voiced them. Uh, but we can go through a portal and we can go to their realm. I mean, was it a, a hope for a spin off? Was it a hope for a sequel? I don't like think we were so. going to get like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I live felt, action cartoon mashup. I almost felt like it was a nudge to the audience to say, oh, Molly, this is all a cartoon. Don't, worry, people, don't get upset. Don't get funky. This was a cartoon. Yeah, maybe to some extent. I mean, we all knew that though, right? Yeah. Did no, you at no. any point think that this was all really happening? I honestly <laughs> sat there and thought, Jesus Christ, I've got a hard trip to Waitrose later. Oh, oh Waitrose, fancy. You that's really right. do have uh, six pounds in your back pocket. That's right, sister. Get yourself down to Little and be happy about it. You can get twice as much in Little for the same price. Don't get me started on Gelatelli's. I'm not. Don't I'm, get me started. On the fact that you love them so much. I love them so much. I mean, you are trying to convert everyone. I, I happily will. Little would be the cheaper option if it weren't for the middle of Little and True. your and your passion for that it. part of the supermarket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Anyway, we're drifting, we're drifting. Sinead, 
Let's crack on then with some scores because I don't know about you. I don't really know what else I can say about this weird perverse. <laughs> I'm intrigued world. to see what Amazon do with an eight-part series, Sausage Party Foodtopia. Yeah, <laughs> what not, are you going to do, guys? I'm not feeling that, but you know, hey ho, we'll be we'll probably have a look at the first one just to go what. So, would you like my um, VHS cassette tape my VHS score? score from I this would film? please. I for the little puns. And yep. for some of the moments that I thought were very well done, yep. I'm going to give Sausage Party a very fair 2.5 VHS cassettes. Ooh, 50%. I agree. I agree completely. Um, Say Mark. Yeah, no, totally. We are in tune. Totally and utterly and completely the same Mark. I think um, I don't see how I could give it any more. It, it's fun in places. It does have a message. Yeah, it does. But they get so lost in the sex part, I think they actually lose the message a little bit. Agreed. And that kind of, uh, I don't know, it's a shame because I think it could have been done better, but that's easy for me to say, you know. I mean, I have never made an animated film like that. (laughs) But when I do, there you go. (laughs) You'll you'll, you'll do less sex. Yeah, you can learn a lot from it. Let's put it that way. Let's put it that way. So, reasons to dump you. Well, this week, because of this film, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to flip it on its head. (laughs) Yes, you are. I am. I'm going to give you two reasons why you should dump me. Yes. Okay. This has never happened before. I know. This is groundbreaking stuff. I thought you might come up with something, but you know, there you (laughs) go. Well, I mean, maybe choosing this film to begin with. Exactly. So, number one, (laughs) I suggested this film. Yeah. I actually chose this film. Like, my recollection of it, Again, I think it was one of those ones I watched when I was ill. Were you drunk when you watched this no, film? <laughs> but I think I found it quite amusing. I forgot how much sexual references... How crude it was. Yeah. I, that's I just, right, I used the word crude. That's right. <laughs> I think I just forgot and just remembered the funny bits, you yeah. know, like where the food is getting chopped up and cooked. Yeah. And those savage scenes where it falls out of the car, you know, all those horrible things. Yeah. And then my second reason is... You should really worry about what I'm suppressing if that's my level of fun. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, I'll give you a third one. Oh, please do. Well, you're clearly stashing money away from me somewhere. And oh, now yeah, that's my, six my next pounds. obsession. <laughs> and then, well, if we're going to go down that route, you outing me for my adoration of the middle of Lidl and seeing the love of gelatellis as something perverse... You should be gone. You're just you're just hankering after someone from Lidl to hear this. So I really will send am. you a bucket if load I of gelatellis. If I get sponsored by Lidl and just get one gift from the middle of the week and a packet of gelatellis, any flavour, I'm not first. Aww. The Magnum ones, though, are particularly good. Um, <laughs> they're not Magnum, they're... They're the same thing. <laughs> Six for one ninety nine. you can't go wrong. I'll give you one thing. What's that? You're a cheap date. Well, I don't know. So I love it. So I had about five reasons... Uh, last episode to dump yeah. you. I've now got I've about given three. you two more for you to dump me. <laughs> this is going well for you. Yeah, maybe this, maybe this really whole well. season will just result in a 20 reasons to dump Brian. This is good, isn't it? Mm. Not bad. <laughs> I'm liking this. Yeah. I'm liking this way forward. We'll just change the name of the podcast, Reasons to Dump Brian. Yeah. That'd be nice. Easy life. <laughs> well, good luck with your next choice. Well, thank you very much. You know, trust me, the next one is a bit different to this bad boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was... Reasons to dump you, that was Sausage Party. 
Thank you for listening. If you enjoy, please do rate us wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us on the old Instagram at reasons underscore pod. And don't forget, you can catch us on ITV this Thursday as we reveal all the secrets behind the making of Match of the Day. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. I don't know why. You've gone Victor you've gone very Victoria Cora Mitchell with these endings. I know, I love it. That was reasons to dump you, everyone. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you again next time. With less sex. Okay. <laughs> Don't know, if you've just tuned into the end of the podcast, you've got a whole wrong idea of what you're gonna get next time as well. And don't bother rewinding because you've got the best bit just now. See you later, Sinead. Bye, Brian. Bye.